Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It to be Friday, my talk on a seven one everything entertainment, the Laurie and Julia show. Thank you for joining us. There are two words that I really wasn't ready to hear, and those two words are freeze warning. Oh. I really wasn't looking forward to a freeze warning, but we got one for tonight. No. Yes. Okay, so I it. so Larry Farr was on Channel Five today, uh-huh. telling us uh, what to do with our plants. What are we doing? Well, you have to cover your plants. If you want them to last with a sheet, nothing sheet. heavier than a sheet. Yeah, that's, but if I, that's you, our use sheet. If you want to bring some of your plants indoors and you're thinking of bringing them indoors for the season, you wrap them in a tightly sealed garbage bag for 24 hours. So all the outdoor bugs, um, bugs and everything die. Oh, good. Tip. And I never knew that one. And good I thought tip. I was going to do it in random. And I thought, voila, voila. do it right now. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, I'm going to bring my jasmine then. Do it, yeah. Yeah, because it's so beautiful. It's so right beautiful. Now. Paul yeah. Douglas said, "Don't fear, seventies will be back next week." In, oh, really? in, into October, you know yeah. that we've got more days. We've got ahead. more sun, but boy, it just turned winter. Yeah, it feels cold. Mm-hmm. Feels cold. Okay, Julia. Yes, dear. I, I think okay. Donnie's going to give us a TV review. Maybe we're going to have you give a football review. That you're going to be last because there's not. I much do to have say. one thing that I know happened. That people don't know properly. Okay, but this will be, be last. But I was so. <laughs> I, I was. I, you go to the end of the class. You go to the end of the line, but really felt just so spent from the last couple of days. And so uh, I'd made plans with a friend of mine based on not one, not two, not three, but four texts from my 20 year old niece who has been bugging me since The Simple Favor opened a couple of weeks ago, the Blake Lively Anna Kendrick. Yeah. She's like, you have to see it. You have to it's see it. It's a thriller, it. right? Well, she just said, this kid seldom goes to the movie theater, oh. okay? She kind of doesn't really go to the movies that much. She doesn't like action movies. And, you know, she's just not a movie kid. So right. anyway, so we go and see A Simple Favor with uh, it, Paul Feig, Directed it, yep. you know, Bridesmaid, right. buddy of Judd Apatow, mm-hmm. our new buddy. And um, a woman wrote it, and it's based on the novel, the same name, A Simple Favor. And it stars Anna Kendrick, Blake Lively, Henry Golding, who plays Nick in Crazy Rich Asians. Yes. Andrew Rennells, The Book of Mormon. Sure. And he was on, oh, what was that, um... Maybe Scream Queen. He's been out. You, you'll a, recognize him. Okay. He's hysterical. Linda Cardellini oh, from Freaks and Geeks. Yes. And of course, Bloodlines. And the man we loved as Quinn on Homeland, Rupert Friend. Oh. Okay. And Gene Smart has oh. a role in it from Designing Women. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Fargo. Mm-hmm. And the movie was, uh, it's 84% on Rotten Tomato. It was smart. Funny, scary, 
Uh, I'm suspenseful, not scary. Suspenseful. Okay. And it Anna Kendrick is a widowed single mother who runs a mommy vlog with crafts and recipes and hysterical. And she's like, today, mommy vloggers, we're going to do tombstone stones. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just very tongue in cheek. Right. And she um, meets this mommy unlike any of the other mommies and it's blake lively who is the pr for this fantastic amazing designer in new york city which is like an hour away and that fantastic designer who's very over the top is none other than rupert friend really quinn from charlotte so again you know against his roles on that and we've seen him man yeah, and so she's this PR director, and her son goes to the same elementary school as our mommy blogger, Anna Kendrick, and blah, blah, blah. And they kind of, one day over Gin Martini's trade confessions, Uh-oh. and um, inst- kind of do this instantly bomb, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And Blake Lively, her mom character is... You know, like at one point she looks at Anna and Kendrick, she's sharing something about somebody and she goes, oh, prudes are people too. I mean, (laughs) just very witty, witty dialogue. Anyway, uh, the simple favor is she asks the mommy vlogger, will you pick up my son from school? And she disappears. And then the mystery ensues. And you think you know where it's going. It was just, it was exactly the perfect Escape. escape movie that I needed yesterday. Mm-hmm. My friend who only went because another friend of hers went and absolutely loved it. This good gay really? friend. Hi, Mike. Cause she a was simple favor, a simple favor. She was worried it was going to be trite or like it was going to be fluffy. Yeah. But it was, it was really original and good. And the fashion in it is, is to die for. I put it on, you know, just like the same level of enjoyment I had for Crazy Rich Asians. Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Yeah. I can't wait. Then. I mean, it's not Oscar right, award. Right. No, but, but it's it, fun. It, it, it's fun and it's smart and the dialogue is whip smart. And, and I thought I had it figured out. The mystery. Yeah. Oh, I you don't. Yeah. That totally, so anyway, if I you need see a movie, that. yes. If you need a movie this weekend, and I, I think uh, you know, guys would like it too. Yep. But yeah, and the movie, I have to say, you know, for Thursday night, and the movie's been out for I don't know if it's been two weeks, maybe. Yeah, it, it was. Uh, you know, like half full. It was. Yeah, so, that's awesome. So anyway, all right. Now, all right, Donnie. Donnie, what did you see? I watched the uh, Jane Fonda in five acts on HBO. I give it a nine out of ten. You do? Wow. It was really outstanding. How long is it? Like a movie? Uh, It's about two hours. Two hours, okay. Okay. About two hours. uh, But uh, it's just, the reason it's, the five acts refers to the, the men, the men in her life. So the first act is Henry Fonda. Okay, so are the first four acts guy the guys? The guys, her dad, then the three husbands, right. and then the fifth act is her. Mm, but isn't that uh, interesting? You will find out a lot about Jane Fonda you never knew before. How incredibly insecure she well, was, she, and her mom still took is. her own life. Right, she and she talks well, about how and that she, she never knew that. Yeah. Yes, and her dad was completely distant. Wait, did she find out that her mom took her life from a movie magazine? She did. Mm-hmm. That's what she says in the special. Wow. Yeah, yeah we got to watch that. Yeah. Okay, Julia, here's your football moment. <laughs> we have no defense. <laughs> okay, there you go. Thanks nope, very much. I've got one more. Okay. Thank you. One more. One more thought. Okay, one more. The snapper 
the long snapper who holds the a football. kicker. Yep. No, he's not he's, the kicker. No, he's, he's the, the holder. holder. The snapper. No, the long snapper. So he's the guy that holds the football that someone kicks. Seems like the easiest job in football. No, no. no he, no. half of his finger was... He got kicked off? Yeah. Isn't that it, Donnie? Half of his finger he was lost cut. Somehow he lost half a finger. It got caught in a, a player's helmet. Yeah. Half of his finger. What is his foot doing up in the air the like that? The long snapper. Because he's holding the football in someone's helmet. The long snapper lost part of his finger last night when he got it caught in a face mask. Yeah. That sounds like something out of a horror movie. <laughs> so I never saw them out there looking for part of his finger, but oh, he right. came back and it was all taped up, but mm-hmm. I never saw him. Oh, Where's my finger? Where's my finger? You know, it would be on the ground. I'm know. trying to figure out how that happens. If you get something wigged in someone's okay, but, helmet. Okay, but you're down on the ground. You're down mm-hmm. kneeling, correct? What what helmet no. is coming by Everybody your finger? Everybody is coming by you to rush the kicker. Got so it. they're all coming at you with arms and maybe the helmet fell on his finger when he was in the wrong, whatever. As you can see, it's been a while. It's been a mm-hmm. long time since I watched the last five minutes of the Super Bowl, which was in February. Yeah. <laughs> it last. was, it was a, it's our, so yeah. those are your two, that's the thoughts. I do know this. I had too much anxiety to watch it. Yeah, I do know this. I was like, Casey came upstairs at like maybe 1030. Mm-hmm. I go, what the hell are you doing up here already? Mm-hmm. You know, not that I don't welcome it to ended. see him in the bedroom. And he goes, I can't watch it anymore. It's too painful. <laughs> It's too painful. Yeah, there's better TV. Oh, well, there's always next week. There is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. Yes. Listen, when we come back, uh, it's our story we can't get enough of. It involves our guest that happens at 3.30. I lost my sanity. And now that we are through, nothing left to lose. No, no, no. I don't think about you. I feel freedom. Kelly Clarkson, that album that came out last year, every song's a hit. Let Kelly Clarkson do the Super Bowl, okay? She's so lovely. People would be so happy. Wouldn't they? They really would. I'm not even going to worry about it. I know. I'm just saying that I would She's got a beautiful it. voice. Love it. Love it. She's And she's a ton of songs. A, a ton, Lori. A ton of songs. She does. Yeah, and her like last pink. album is great. Yeah, it is. Okay. So... Here is so we're going to talk with Carol Radswell, formerly of the Real Housewives of New York. Yes, this season, which I know you really didn't watch, Julia, I didn't, but it was very explosive, very hard on Carol. Carol and Bethany they had a were in up. it. They had a breakup, and you know Carol Radswell has, um, she's the widow of Anthony Radswell, son of Lee Radswell, who's the sister of Jackie Kennedy. Right. I remember when she joined the Housewives, like in. 2014. I remember thinking, I wonder why she does is doing right, it. Right. And then I thought maybe she's just, you know, wants to do it because she had left ABC. She was a journalist for many years. Many, blah, blah, blah. many, many years at ABC. Anyway, her they don't want us to ask her about the housewife. Right. Not at even, all. No. Which seems very fake to me because So um, that's why we're talking about it that's now. That's why we're talking about it now. Because <laughs> we can't you. ask anything. Yeah. Well, I mean, we will just say we're going to miss you. I mean, we are going to tell her that because people will miss her because she wore some of the wackiest, most interesting 
uh, fashion and um, I thought she, she was kind she, of like um, I thought she was sense and sensibility on that show until this last season, and then she would argue that Andy Cohen and the editors uh, diced her up and made her look like the mean girl, which is okay. why she doesn't want to talk about it. Okay, and since you didn't watch it, she also told Andy at the reunion he was full of bleep to his face, and the look on his face was quite something. And I just thought, well, that's a housewife's first. Really? She said that to him in the reunion? You're Andy full of Cohen, bleep? you are full of and choose the S word. Oh. And the camera just long paused. And I mean, Andy, he has said, though, that he and Carol are still in touch. Yeah, they were friends before. They were friends They'll be before. They'll be friends after. Now she he, gets- he just was kind of in shock that he did that. So, But they had um, last week, mm-hmm. because Real Housewives, as a franchise, has been on for 10 years. Has it already been 10 years, Lori? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Where at does least the time New, go? Yeah, at least New York. And right. I feel like maybe New Orange. New Jersey was first. No, oh, Orange, Orange County. County was first. And then New York was second. So maybe Orange County is 12 okay. years. Okay. So they had a Tribeca TV film festival in celebration of Real Housewives of New York. Mm-hmm. And during the hour-long discussion and Q&A with the audience, People reminisced about stuff, and of course, in true housewife's fashion, there was some squabbling. But here are seven of the biggest revelations, okay? Okay. New Yorkers still freak out when they see the cast in public. Of the New York, they are... When they're filming, because they film in the city. Right, they're huge fans. Dorinda Medley said it's not as bad if we're alone, but if we're together, even half of it, people go crazy. They almost get into the scene, they almost don't realize that we're real. And then Sonia Morgan said, hey, it's New York. They want their 15 minutes of fame. Just like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, so anyway, uh, Dorinda said, you know, the other day, I think we ruined someone's brunch in the Hampton, Hamptons the other day because we were filming and we got in a fight and I'm looking around and people are shocked. And you do see that periodically on any of the shows when they're in a public place and there's a screaming match. The camera will always, obviously they've gotten permission from people, Right, will show the appalled looks on other diners' faces as one, two, three, or all of them like, are screaming. Can you believe these people are doing this in a restaurant? They've got I, some balls. Yeah, I wish I'd left or I wished I right. hadn't assigned. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasts platforms and you can also find it on uappodcast.com the thing okay so uh anyway so then the other one the ladies taglines who do you think writes them the ladies no they don't they don't they're not always written by them usually it's production um like sonia morgan's um i have a taste for luxury and luxury has a taste for me she didn't write that no um, I'm surprised. I they thought that they spitball things out. There's an executive producer who comes with a bottle of wine, and they go, "What do you think Tinsley's going to be doing this season?" So they have input, and they kind of come together. But basically, the producers fine tune. We're it. talking about the Real Housewives of New that. York. Yeah, mm-hmm. 
reunion seating. I've always felt there was something to who's sitting on what side of the couch, that the lineup is something. Is it nothing? Like that who's closest to Andy? Because I always feel like Nene sits right next to Andy. Bethany sits by Lisa Annie. Vanderpump yes. always sits yes. next to him. And they do, let me tell you. But they said usually it's whoever has the biggest story that's going to be sitting next to Andy. Oh, okay. Um, and Andy did admit that some housewives are very concerned and contact him ahead of time. Where they're going to sit on the couch before yeah. the reunion interview? Yeah. Oh, that is so redick. But that's eighth grade. It yeah. is. Hello, but then, eighth grade. you know, that's sometimes the show. Yeah. Okay, how about the wonderful trips they go on? One of the reasons why I always love watching the housewives, I like going on some of the trips and seeing where I'm going to go and never going to go. Right. Like, who pays for it? The tourism boards. Yeah. The tourism boards. Well, you'd be wrong. So here, really? I'm wrong about all these. I know. Housewives have gone to Cartagena, which was a trip from hell, Turks and Caicos, St. John, Marrakesh, London. Who's paying for it? Andy said it's a combination. They pick a destination and each year, and the host, whoever comes up with the idea, it's meant to be organic. There's usually a tie-in, like when Bethany, let's go to my tequila factory. Right. Where Skinny right. Girl is manufactured. Right. I did like the Marrakesh. That was so, that much, was so fun. much fun. I did like that yeah. season. So, whatever it is, you know, maybe he, they didn't want to give specifically, but I'll bet you anything, it's three-fourths housewives and 25 percent the ladies like oh, for tax reasons or oh, something yeah. okay you know like bravo, would, bravo pays mad. for them to fly first class yeah okay and then they have they must pay something i guess ramon has been trying to get the new york housewives to aspen for like 10 years that'd be fun and they they can't figure out any way for anyone in aspen to pick up any of the price oh well then forget it okay they don't need the exposure they've already got plenty of celebrities okay my last one, uh-huh. Luann. Remember the pirate in St. Bart's? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, because season five, that was everything. That was <laughs> everything. The camera caught Luann speaking French on the phone, admitting to a rendezvous with a Johnny yes, Depp yes. Like, who looked like a pirate. And um, he wouldn't have made it on the air if it wasn't for this keen sound man. The sound guy was the sound guy of all sound guys. He needed an Emmy that he was able to... Pick him up. They hired him just for that trip, and he spoke French. Oh. And he was listening. He was like, I, you know, we got to get this. And then they did the translation. And they have absolutely no regrets about firing anyone. There you go. There you go. So anyway, Carol Radswell, she's in town for Evine. Uh, we're getting sexy with Carol Radswell, yes, we everybody, are. when we come back. Also trending online this afternoon, Cher, a man was arrested in Cher's Malibu home. 23-year-old Donovan Ruiz has been arrested at Cher's home, and uh, he is the son of her assistant. And Cher was not home at the time of the arrest. She is currently out on tour supporting her new album of ABBA covers. All right, that's what's trending here at my talk. Now you know what we know. See more at mytalk1071.com.
everybody. Welcome back to My Talk 1071. Uh, we have somebody returning to the show. We are mm-hmm. welcoming Carol Radzewell, uh, who is joining us from the show that shall not be named, Carol, but we talked to you. We talked to you. For your really delightful, wonderful book, it was four years ago, The Widow's Guide to Sex and Dating. Oh, wow. That's fantastic. I know. And you were lovely. You were really... Oh, thank you. Yeah, you were fun to talk to, and we just talked about a lot of uh, your your ABC, you know, just kind of things, and Mm. I remember, I felt like we were going to see this book become a a television show. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's funny. So, well, so did I, and hopefully, it still will. But okay. it's, you know, Hollywood is a different, um, a different game. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not like publishing. So, someone actually, I think when I spoke to you, HBO had just optioned it. It was right before it, it was published. And you know what they do? You know, they write a script, and they don't like the script, and then they try to write. You know, they get another director, and then, then you know, it goes into something called turnaround. So I don't know. So so. It was, it was, it was been back and forth at different production companies, but another production company just recently bought it and they're going to pitch it out as a TV series. So hopefully it's a, it's a great idea. It was one of our favorite beach books of 2014. Again, the widow's guide to sex and dating. It was just really great. Okay. So what are you doing in Minnesota? I love what I loved. You tweeted out the Star Tribune's uh, front page today. Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean you. Well, I mean you, we we no. We, you can't go anywhere in the country now today without without reading and hearing about the Supreme Court nominee. So mm-hmm. absolutely, you know, well, it's nice to hear. It's nice to, to to know that the whole country is watching and listening and um, having and co- important conversations. Yeah, you know, regardless of what side you're on, it's mm-hmm. like important to 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 be. Uh, engaged you know yeah. and i thought it was interesting the star tribune just used the two photos yeah you supreme conflict you know of chris dr ford and brent kavanaugh i just thought sort of letting that even speak for itself yeah yeah i thought it was the best headline because i love supreme conflict and mm-hmm. it was just very straight straight and strong and to the point and i did like that they used that crazy picture of um Brett well, I don't I think he smiled or had a calm face through the whole thing, and I no, loved whatever no. shoes you had on. <laughs> yeah, those are my sneakers. No, but they no, were Lord good. Loves them. They were good. I mean, we're going to miss your fashion, woman. Oh, I know on the show. Well, those were those were those were Saint Laurent suede sneakers that I got like uh, on a, at the outlet store in um, in. Um, when I was in Palm Springs, I think it was either Palm Springs outlet or the one outside London. But yeah, oh, fantastic! We don't have it. a Yves Saint Laurent outlet store here in Minneapolis. I, I know, do know, I know that. but you have the like the Mall of America. We right? do, which is which is better. All right, so you are yeah. um, partnering up with um, Evine, which is um, the twenty four hour shopping network here that's located in the Twin Cities area, and Evine After Dark um, yeah. is what you're going to be on. Tomorrow night? Or is it tonight, tonight at... Well, it, it, tonight at midnight. Okay. So tell well, everyone... is it midnight your time? Yeah. Yeah, yes. it is midnight. So tell us about this scintillating new show. That's a <laughs> well, year old. Um, I don't think it's... it's it's. Um, I have never done it before. It's my first collaboration with Evine. And it's their one-year um, anniversary. And and it's a huge success, as you can imagine. Uh, there's a lot of people up... A lot of insomniacs and, yes. and, and people up late at night. And... Uh, and they tend to um, talk about, you know, a uh, little more risque issues. And tonight we will definitely be discussing um, 
vibrators. Uh, women's health and sexuality mm-hmm. and, and uh, masturbation and, 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 you know, vibrators, whether you use them or like them or don't. Or mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm actually, I got to uh, Evine through a company that I've been working with for a while called Lalo. Um, and they, they make kind of high-end um, uh, vibrators. Okay, so, and, uh, so I need to stop you right there, yeah. Carol. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what is a high-end vibrator versus well, I mean, <laughs> the vibrator you buy at Adam and Eve? <laughs> well, you know, th- there's, there's, there's virtues to both. Um, I think... Um, Lalo, they're made out of silicone-based material. They're very uh, easy to take care of. They're um, they're designed in a way for maximum pleasure. I think that the ones that you get, you know, at your neighborhood store, which are which are fine, are, are more, um, you know, just do the job. Right. <laughs> okay, but so you these... go ahead. And um, I graduated, to, and they're they're also a little bit more expensive. I mean, you don't you don't just start with a Lalo. I think you know, like when I was a young kid, you know, I started with the you know Adam and Eve version of mm-hmm. whatever, like the rabbit and stuff. Um, but I just prefer this, and um, and they 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 don't they don't just um, but you know they have a whole line of of different sort of sex toys, including pleasure rings, which I think is what they call them, and and all different kinds of versions of. So will you guys vibrating. be like demonstrating? Is these? this going to be like <laughs> show and tell? Do you remember Doctor Susha from Canada? Right. Do you remember her? No. Oh, you might Who? have to Google that, Doctor oh, Sue. Doctor Sue, and she, she would, would show. sit out there, and here's why this would work. And oh, this. I do remember her. Oh, well, she was I a girl. I got Doctor Ruth. Yes, I, I I came of age in the Doctor Ruth. Oh, same. Age. Yeah. Doctor Ruth, like her first radio show, I think was on in 1981 when I was just graduating high school. So that was like my jam. Mm-hmm. And I'm, a, you know, I'm still a Doctor Ruth groupie, and and I love just the way that she talked about sex and sexuality in a very intellectual, no nonsense kind of way, mm-hmm. and it, you know, just gives. And I think it's important for young girls to hear people, older women talking mm-hmm. about, and, and younger women, but, you know, older women who've had a lot of experience um, talking about it in a way that's not um, silly or salacious or or um, embarrassing. And, and really, it's, you know, to me, I've always been what they say, sex positive. I think it's yeah. important to have a positive outlook on your sexuality. So, so in, in this way, um, we can talk about that and also talk about, you know, the benefits um, to, you know, being able to pleasure yourself and not always having to have a, you know, depend on a man and worry about not having a boyfriend or not having sex. And, you know, I think it's important to understand how your body, what you like, what you don't like, how your body reacts. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm an early adapter. Yeah. You know, I was a teenager so, when yeah. I had my first vibrator, and I'm sure you know. And I'm sure in my teens and twenties, I kept it a little secret. But you know, as I got older, I was like, "This is amazing! More people, more women need to know about this. It's satisfying. It's more, you know, it, it's yeah." It's, added addition to your sex life it doesn't take anything away i i personally have yeah. always thought that um you know you people should, i mean i've said to friends like friends that have gotten divorced i said you're gonna need to get a vibrator so you don't right. get so horny you fall in bed with any dumb loser who comes along or what's the other thing you said you don't want that thing to shrivel up well yeah that's right. the other thing <laughs> right. i don't i don't want yeah. anything to happen to the petite vagine and it's good for your health 
it's good for your it's good for your mental health. It's good physically. It's um, it's just it, and just for your own sense of self esteem. I think, and it's like you, you know, you you are in charge. My idea of like being empowered as a young female and, and as I get older is, is is being able to have sex only when I feel like it. So the, the most empowering thing for me has always been to say no. Right. You know, no. You know, and I can. I always felt comfortable doing that because I wasn't like, oh, you know, I need to be with a man. I need to be with a man. You know, to have that like, you know, elusive orgasm. And let's be honest, like a lot of men aren't. I mean, a lot of men are not that great at it. So, <laughs> <laughs> but you can teach them how to hold the vibrator. Hey, but it, but but it, yeah, a, a lot of guys might not be receptive to that either. You know, they get all you know, worked I, up about I, it. I do, I do, I, I, I would agree with that, and um, and certainly, you know, in my experience, uh, you know, uh, along the years and stuff. But I, I find that most men, once if it's if it's introduced in the right way, if you like mm-hmm. sort of talk about, you know, masturbate. I mean, I think men, because especially now, you know, a lot of the younger men have grown up on, unfortunately, um, on, on pornography Ugh. on the internet. So, so I think the idea of masturbating and or during during sex is not something that they're unfamiliar with or True. even uh, adverse to. I think they I think they enjoy it, but you know, you it has to. It's like with anything with a guy, you have to kind of make it their idea, which is super <laughs> annoying. But if right. you can do that, they're very receptive. So, if you're just joining us, we're talking with Carol Radswell. She was of the New York Housewives, and she was before that a big time reporter and author. And you're going to be tonight at midnight going to be mm-hmm. on Evine. Uh, their series, Yvonne After Dark, and you're going to be talking about sexuality and you're going to be showing tell, which I think is a fantastic idea to give, you know, in people, you know, an idea of how it's not threatening, how you can use it to massage your neck too. (laughs) Well, yeah, we say that. In a pinch, (laughs) if you have a little cramp. Does Lilo, I'm curious, Carol, does Lilo sell like a, a version of the lipstick vibrator, you know, the little, yes. they do. Yes. Okay, good. Like the little bullet. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That, that to me one, is the best one. Right. Yeah. They sell one, um, with, um, that, that you plug into your computer to charge. Mm-hmm. Oh, the thing about Lalo, the thing about Lalo is all they're chargeable and the charge lasts a really long time. You don't have to mess the batteries. with batteries. Yes. Cause that's like, you know, so yeah, they have a small one, and that's good to use during sex play too, as well as on your own. And they have a great one. I don't know what the GG. It's, it's a it's a remote one, so you have like the woman has the the like little bullet part, like wherever, like yeah. in their underwear or inside, and their partner, boyfriend, husband has the, or like a remote, and he's he he can um, turn it off and on. Off. So you can imagine, you could have a lot of fun with that. Like, at how many miles does that restaurant. work? What is there a mileage thing on that? Like, can no, it no, work it's from not, another yeah, city? Not miles. Oh, it's not miles. It's so you have to be like, in the immediate. I'm going to have to find a guy though who's going to let me put it on him. Yeah. Maybe somewhere on <laughs> him, and I'm in control of that <laughs> thing. Yeah, well, that, that you know that too. Everyone, well, next everyone time, has their king. Next time you come to town, we hope you can stop in studio. We would love to see you. Oh, I would. We've been big fans of yours for a long time. Thank you so So, much. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Yeah, and I have a personal note for you. I'm so relieved you're off that show. I hate watching the people yelling oh, at each other. I know. You know what? I couldn't. You know, six years, it was a great run. Uh, I'm happy. You know, I'm, I'm happy I did it. It was a kind of this weird, interesting experience. It probably went on a little too long for me, but I'm happy to be moving on to other things. I'm happy you're happy, but as a fan of all of the shows, yeah. 
I am going to miss you. Oh. <laughs> Lori well, loves your fashion. Yeah, no, I just, that, I like you. Sensible. I like you. I like your sensibility, but I can totally, completely understand it. So keep writing. Yeah. I hope you're going to be doing some Thank things with your journalism background and get back I in. Will. I know you're politically yes. involved and oh, we follow you bit. on Twitter and um, just the <laughs> best. And we're going to watch you tonight holding the Lilo Gigi. Yeah, That's yeah, right. Watch me. I think if you call in, you get like 15%. Um, fifteen percent off on any of the products. That, awesome! You know, I think you have to say my name or something. That's the magic word. Carol. Okay, Carol fifteen or something. Carol fifteen, and also Carol fifteen. Think about the carpal tunnel people have from just computer use. If you use your <laughs> hand, the carpal tunnel is terrible. <laughs> We're talking well, you masturbation. Also, you know that orgasms, orgasms. Um, um, get rid of headaches. I know people, women are like, I have a headache, I don't, can't have sex, but actually having sex while you have a, when you have a headache gets rid of the headache. So in oh, that yeah. way, you know, there's all sorts of medical reasons to use it. It's just good for you. Yeah, that's why Julia's going off on the 4 o'clock break all the time. Oh, I've got a headache, I'll be right Shut back. Up. And she goes away on the bathroom break. Oh, She's so full you of You unlocked the key. I've been, I've been found out, Carol. Thanks. Thanks a okay. lot. We'll be watching you tonight on Evine After Dark. It's nice Thank you. chatting with you again. When we come back? Uh, well, when we come back, uh, we just, we're just going to wrap up something from yesterday. Right. How about that? Love that song. Lovely, the band singing Broken. 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 They sound like Imagine Dragons, the one we heard right before, a little yeah, bit to maybe me. maybe a little bit. I feel like bit. they sound kind of the same. Well, that was fun chatting with Carol Radswell. It certainly was, and I'm glad we got to bring up Real Housewives. I'm like, how the hell did you talk to Carol Radswell without bringing up the Real Housewives of New York? It was because, I'll tell you why. It was because all this Team Bethany, Team Carol. Oh, I hated it. And then on that dumb play-by-play show, which Andy Cohen yes. did confirm is only for three episodes, which to me, why even give somebody a show? Is it wow. too, too many? That's just, that's just such a it slam. It shows how little faith you have in something right. to give it three right. episodes. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we have nothing going on September 15th, you know. It's, be, it's like between two shows starting. Yeah. Like it's, it's in between a couple of seasons it's of terrible, something. It's terrible, terrible, terrible. Okay, so yesterday and, you know, on Monday, it's been an emotional week all week long. Um, and uh, particularly for 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 anybody who's been assaulted or anything that you were remembering something that happened to you molested raped whatever it's been a very draining week i mean do you felt drained you you told i, to, I was done on monday yeah i mean it just and then yesterday the hearings and watching it and it, it and we did get a few emails and calls it does it has Nothing to do with this is a. It's not political. It isn't political Mm-mm. because a Supreme Court justices are supposed to be can interpret the Constitution and the law. They are just supposed to be, and very and, often, Supreme Court justices change over time. People right. think that they're going to be one way. Right. So anyway, we just yeah. you got to know everything you can about the person. So. This I, is just a human a human issue. It, it really is. It, it is, and it I is. think it's. And we are tired of talking about it because it has been. I don't want to. Draining, I'm sick of it. And it's, yep. my mom has been upset. My friends have been upset. I was at Dr. Crutchfield's this morning. I did an informal poll of the five women who were there. Every one of them said that they have been upset because it's made them 
remember something that happened to them that they forgot about. They never told anybody. Their husband never talked to anybody. I called my dad this morning and told him something that he didn't know before, and he was speechless. Right. Okay, so I I thought it was interesting that this morning on GMA, I thought this was a... I like that they took the tack. Well, what is... If everyone is feeling so emotional about it or upset or even dismissive of something. I mean, I actually had a lady tell one of my friends at work, oh, yeah, she said, I got date raped in college. I don't even remember the guy's name, and it doesn't mean anything to me now. And I just thought, okay, I mean... Maybe she dealt with it earlier. No, she just said, so, I just, it doesn't bother me at all. You know, so I'm like, okay. Everyone has a different, has different ways right. of dealing with it. That's not the typical, but I thought it was interesting that uh, what they had on GMA, just we've got an audio package of just like what's, what's going on. Is there help? What, what you can do if this has been really triggering for you? Okay. For alleged victims of sexual assault like Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, who we watched testify against Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh, trauma can be triggered at any moment, and the harm lasts a lot longer than the day they were abused. For some people, trauma can be a lifelong struggle. There are things that can trigger the trauma or re-traumatize you. And for some, that may be a smell, a sound, or even hearing what we've been hearing the past couple days about sexual trauma and fear. While it's dominating headlines and creating awareness, it's also a constant reminder for survivors, causing many to relive past painful events. The National Sexual Assault Hotline saw a 147% increase above normal volume during Thursday's hearings. Psychiatrist Dr. Janet Taylor weighing in with how to directly confront the pain survivors are feeling. The way you heal yourself is not to shut it away and not to be silent, but to speak about it, to acknowledge it, to find therapy if you need it, to find support and recognize that you can replace your sorrow. People commenting all Thursday and overnight on social media that the hearings are stirring up once suppressed memories. Another tip on coping is to understand that when you've had so much psychological stress and distress, one of the best things that you can do is to be kind to yourself by eating right, exercising, and understand that it's all about balance. When you talk about what's happened, you realize you're not alone. You can get the support that you need and understand that it's a process, but it can be done. And we have some more tips from USA Today. Talk to people who know your story and care for you. Also, focus on what you can control. Remind yourself of the things you can influence in your life, like how you react, and that you are not in that painful situation anymore. Also, I think this one's very important. Don't make any major decisions. When those painful memories are triggered, it's not a good idea to say, I want to switch partners, I want to switch jobs, because you're not thinking clearly, you're thinking through the pain. That might fix it. Exactly. Well, I, I am. I that was an unbelievable statistic yeah. that the calls at the uh, sexual assault hotline went up 147 mm-hmm. percent yesterday. Give up the, num- give okay, up the, the number. Okay, the number it- is yeah. This here's the number. I was the only thing they forgot in the piece. I know it. <laughs> um, it's one eight hundred six five six four six seven three. That's one eight hundred six five six four six seven three. So they can recommend. Where you can go for help, some tools. What? Yes. Yes. So it's hot yeah. that it, it went up that much. So you know. Anyway, I, it sounds like think, they're delaying the vote yeah. for a week, so that the FBI can investigate the classmates, other people, 
that can corroborate either yes or no or whatever is so, going on. So that there isn't like, okay, what is one more week? Right. So anyway, that is happening. I want to thank our listeners. Um, many have you have shared your experience and your stories. In fact, one woman yeah. even said one of her abusers reached out to her and apologized yesterday. Wow. That's and amazing. then she and told told the set. Yeah, wow. I mean it's amazing. amazing. It, and you know, I just want to thank everybody for your honesty and sharing. And hopefully, all of us can heal together. And I just think it's awesome. So yeah. we'll be back. All right, we will be back. With-